Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome, and this is Cindy Meyer, your radio show host of the Spirit Seeker Hour, brought to you each and every Thursday from 7 until 8 p.m. And I have been uh, doing the radio show, um, hosting a radio show for over, like, almost 12 years now. And um, I've been in this format with... um, the internet radio for 10 years and I I must say that I absolutely love it because uh, we know you listen during the show but we also get statistics on after show listens and so thank you for telling your friends and um, letting them know that they can listen to it the minute the show is done and for you as well if you miss a show all you have to do is um, go to spiritseeker.com and then there's a a link that takes you to the blog talk uh, my page on their their radio uh, show platform and they're all archived there so uh, just know that it's there for you to listen and you know enjoy all right so I'm also the publisher of Spirit Seeker magazine and have been so for 22 years and the magazine uh, as I mentioned can be read at spiritseeker.com and the magazine is actually what makes this radio show possible Um, and uh, we let people know through our email newsletter and through the magazine so I'm doing all announcements up front and then we're going to go straight into the show and no no more announcements so just a couple more Um, what I wanted to let you know is that we um, do lots of giveaways uh, of books, uh, tickets to things, DVDs, um, uh, CDs, all kinds of things that we get uh, here at Spirit Seeker, and we share them with our email subscribers. So we do drawings periodically, actually regularly, not periodically, and um, we share all of these products with um, with our um, subscribers and readers of the magazine, and then if you're on our email list, we'll let you know who the radio show guests, etc. So send an email to info, I-N-F-O, at spiritseeker.com. Um, and it has to be added to the list or when you go to spiritseeker.com there's a join our email list you can just click on there and uh, sign up there too whatever is easiest for you Okay, all right, so I want to announce that in St. Louis I am teaching a feng shui class, feng shui for your home and life. That's on Saturday, February 3rd from 9.30 until 12. If you're interested in that, call my office, 636-530-7579 or um, email info at spiritseeker.com. Okay, so tonight's show is on the topic of feng shui for greater prosperity and success. And um, I have been fascinated with feng shui for as long as I can remember. So long, I read the books on my own, didn't know how to pronounce it, actually in my mind called it feng shui, Um, wound up in Chinatown many, many years ago while my husband was at a conference and was exploring, you know, Chinatown while he was in the conference and saw a feng shui door and knocked on the door, Um, no one answered, tried calling on the phone, no one answered, but, you know, probably would have been in Chinese anyway, but still. Still, there I was, and um, and then I just read everything that I could, and became certified in 2004, and have not stopped with it since. Um, as a matter of fact, the day I graduated with my certification, I taught a class that night, and that's just how it's been since. I um, I do consultations for businesses, not for profits, um, homes, um, residential homes, even from blueprints before they've been built or before a business is expanding or. Um, you know, one time I took a Johnny, uh, not I, but we had blueprints from a Johnny Brock's Halloween store that became a real estate office. And so, um, you know, there we were with the blueprints and, you know, we had to, you know, suggested with feng shui wisdom to make a few suggestions and, um, 
and those were made, and it really just worked out quite well. So, um, so it can be everything from, um, you know, from blueprints to a business that is um, not doing as well as they would like, or if some, you know, a lot of times I get uh, individuals who are very successful at business, but in their personal life they're not successful, or um, there's not congruency between their inner and their outer world life, and so they want more congruency. All kinds of things lead people to feng shui, but in almost every case, there is an awareness or a desire on a person's part for change. And so when that, that bubbling up uh, starts to happen, um, that's often when feng shui will come into play. Um, another time that feng shui comes into play, and you know, this is just an example of good energy, the good chi, the good everything that happens um, with feng shui, is when someone's getting ready to put their house on the market, what do they do? All of a sudden, they start cleaning this and getting rid of that, and you know, and it's like the house for the first time in a very long time is is sparkly, is you know happy, and you can the you can feel the house, and so we're um, you know a lot of times stagers are called in if a house is empty because when a house is empty, a person can't envision sometimes what that house would look like uh, with furniture, and so it's harder to sell a house that is empty than one that is um, staged. And feng shui is actually known as the new feng shui of um, of modern times because feng shui consultants will come in if you're thinking about selling your house. Um, the real estate off, uh, realtor will normally call the feng shui consultant. And my in this case, I'm a realtor and a feng shui consultant, so my clients get both. But um, but but usually what would happen is the realtor would call um, the feng shui consultant or the stager um, and then we would work, feng shui consultants work with what they have and they will augment if needed with staging um, additional pieces of furniture brought in or whatever. But the the real thing is, is that feng shui consultants go in, they rearrange furniture, they add a flower here, they add um, something symbolic here for um, f- for good energy or good wishes, good luck. Um, and it's not exactly those changes that bring about the luck. What, what, what feng shui really does is it goes underneath and supports your stated intentions with the good energy to help you manifest those. But it's it's really a thing for the individual. You have to be the one that has the intention. It's, um, the rest are just energetic shifts that will give you the wherewithal to actually have more focus, more intention on getting the job done on whatever it is that you're wanting to manifest or create. So um, so I'm going to talk about just a little bit about what, what feng shui is. And um, so what feng shui is, the words are wind and water. They, um, they represent flow. So when we have um, a, a, a tornado, that's like way too much wind, okay? Or if we have a humid, stagnant day where there's no air moving, that then becomes a day where there's no wind, there's no movement, and it gets stale. That's what you feel in a house that's been closed up. Or if you have a cabin and you go up in uh, summertime to open up the cabin, you go in, you open up all the windows, you air it out, you take the mattresses out, you you know, you know, have everything out in the sunshine, et cetera. Well, um, that's what happens when we have not enough wind. We, we have um, a place that's not enough air moving, um, 
uh, et cetera. So we always want the feeling of air moving, and um, it's, it's often recommended to open your windows up once or twice a day to let out the old air and to let some fresh air into your house. Um, and that's no matter what the temperature is, just the, the, the simple communication uh, of, of your intentions with the fresh air moving through your house or your business. Okay, so that's the wind part. That's the feng, feng part of feng shui, feng shui. So now we're going to go to the shui. That means water. So with water, it's the same thing. We want um, we want movement. We want a trickling stream. We want to be able to um, enjoy the sound of water. But you know, when we get to where it's a um, a flood or it's a hurricane or uh, it's just coming at you too quickly, um, it's 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 not a good thing. So what we want with the feng shui is we want movement, but we want movement in a way that's balanced and happy and um, bringing opportunities and supporting your intentions. So, um, so if you can kind of just get that, you know, picture in your mind, um, uh, that that will help quite a bit. So, the whole thing about feng shui is it will help your home become. Um, like basically like a, a vision board of sorts. You can manifest contentment. You can create abundance. You can create happiness. Um, you can create a successful life. And it's through living in a balanced um, home that has good feng shui. So um, one of the things that uh, is said in real estate is that when a person enters, uh, when they're looking at houses and they enter a house, they will make up their minds within the first eight seconds if they're interested in this house on any level. The house talks to you when you walk in. You can feel it. Um, and what's interesting is the front door where you're entering in most cases. I mean, there are, yes, there are always exceptions. Oh, just come in through my garage and come in the side door. Well, yeah, but that's because somehow I know you. If I was a complete stranger, you wouldn't be saying that to me. So as a general rule, we're going to consider the front door of your home um, the area that we're going to talk about next. And that is where the greatest amount of chi or energy um, comes in. And, and leave. So if you're having a party, guests are coming in through the front door, you know, and then when they're leaving, they're going out through, through the front door, and you're hearing, you know, the sound of laughter, and you're hearing those happy voices, etc. And all of that energy is going in and out, in and out that front door. So the front door is very important when you're wanting to um, manifest more prosperity, more success, more movement in your life. Um, in most homes in uh, America, not all, uh, but just imagine the front front part of your house. Um, the front door is going to be either in, like, um, envision three areas, the left, the middle, and the right of the house. So the, um, the middle is where most front doors are. They just put them kind of in the middle of the house with the equal balance on either side. Um, now, there will be exceptions, but we're going to talk about this traditional style American home. So the door in that case is um, located in that middle square, which is known as the career area. So career um, has uh, has a lot to do with um, success. If you have if you have a stagnant career, the last thing you want is a stagnant front porch or entryway, because um, it's like there's no aliveness. So one of the things that is recommended in feng shui is to change the look of your door 
don't keep the same wreath on their 24 7 365 days of the year it doesn't necessarily have to be if you're not a crafty person that wants it to say happy valentine's day it doesn't matter put something on your door that's red or put some hearts on it um but you know do something that is seasonal at least if nothing put you know like a winter wreath and a spring wreath and a summer wreath um just something to make it look fresh and alive um and the rule of thumb in feng shui with plants is live is the best but you know how many of us live in places where we can have a live wreath on our door you know uh just during the winter holidays normally so um so normally people go with silk um and and dried flowers like dried grapevine wreaths etc have no energy or vitality so those are not um those are not even recommended. So so you've got your new wreath. You want to look at your uh, doormat. Is it fresh? Is it is it crisp? Is it ready to go? Um, you know, and the color for career is black or deep, deep, deep navy blue, which represent the water element. And so um, that's the best color of rug you, that you would want to use for there. Um, you can paint your front doors red, or you can paint them black or deep blue. Um, the red of, in any place that red is in feng shui is considered the fire element. And so when we have the um, the fire element, that will bring energy in and of itself. So that's why um, a lot of Chinese restaurants have that um, those fire red doors and um, a lot of the Chinese restaurants have wind chimes right by the door or they have chimes on the door when you open the door and the chimes are energy saying oh more energy coming in someone you know that you just think of new opportunities coming my way every time you hear that chime on that door or your wind chimes out on your front porch so you know the more you connect and you you actually envision i'm putting this wind chime here to bring more energy to my career to bring more opportunities to flow into my career so it's funny i had these wind chimes for a very 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 long time and it's a good idea to use some that have, you know, that are that are quite a presence. So you don't want to put little wimpy wind chimes um, outside your front door. You can use those little tiny little tinkly wind chimes on the back of your entry of your door so that every time the door opens you hear it. But outside with the elements, you want to have some hearty wind chimes. And that's exactly what happened. My wind chimes were so hearty and the wind was so strong that they actually, um, they broke. But they were so old, I thought, you know what, it's pointless to repair them. So that is on my list of things to do this week and um i can't wait to pick pick the set out because you know it's a it's a it's a thing you listen to them because you're going to be listening to these chimes and then you make the connection you know wonderful new opportunities flowing my way okay so um we've talked about the front door we've talked about making the doors look differently with uh seasonal ornamental decorations we've talked about the wind chimes um we've talked about the colors of the door so now let's talk about just a couple of other things um when the person is standing on your front door they are feeling who you are long before they push that door button you know the doorbell um they have felt you so you want to make sure your doorbell works you want to make sure your lights on your porch um are working if if you're uh 
your lamps, uh, external lamps need to be painted because sometimes after a few years they can look a little, you know, not as bright and shiny. So, you know, it doesn't take much to touch those up with a little bit of paint. And um, and then you want to make sure your doormat, as I said, is fresh and really look at it. Like I have, I have two chairs on my front porch because I enjoy having conversations um, on my front porch. I like having tea in the morning and coffee and watching the birds and you know, I can go out the back too, but it's really bright and sunny in the back sometimes, and I just kind of like the the feel of my front porch, and I connect with the wind chimes and the birds, and you know, all the movement, and I think about what I want to create for that day, and so um, so I have a couple of chairs there, and then I have plants. Um, and, you know, you, you get the picture. Okay, so the other thing is, is um, for more success and greater prosperity in your life, you want your home to be able to easily be found. So I don't know if any of you have ever tried to go to a place of business um, or someone's house and you drive by it and you drive by it and you drive by it because you, it's not easily marked or or it's like, confusing like on a corner or of two streets and it says one but you would never think that it was that street you thought it was the other all kinds of things can happen so you want your house to be easily found so you want your numbers on your mailbox or your numbers on your house or somehow for it to be easily and um, clearly seen the other thing is, is you want to look at your front yard. If you have a front yard that is sloping down into the street or sloping down a hill, then your good chi or your energy is washing away. So in feng shui, we look at the externals as well. So we want to analyze when we're standing in front of the house, is my energy drawn to that house or is my energy drawn to the house sloping down and I'm seeing a hill? Um, and your eyes literally will look at the house and then it will go down the hill. Um, so you want to see where the energy is when you're looking at this house. Um, and uh, do the lights, it's nice to look at a house, houses at night too, because they kind of give you a feel, you know, like does it look like a Darth Vader house, totally dark, or is there nice lights outside where it still feels welcoming um, and uh, cozy at night as well. So all of these are really important. So if you just want to, like, you know, what I really recommend when someone's saying to me that I want to create greater prosperity and I want to have greater success in my life, I almost always start with the entrance. because, um, And then you want to make sure that when you enter in, the door can open and close easily, not running into anything. Um, Okay, so then you're in your house, and when you come in, you want to, like, do a scan and see what you're seeing, and um, if your entryway is, like, filled with shoes and filled with stuff, it's like it's going to keep any new opportunities from coming your way, or if the opportunities come, you're going to be like, oh, my gosh, how can I have this and everything else? There's, this is too much, which will stop the flow. Anything that stops the flow more than anything is the feeling of I can't take anymore. Um, I'm at my limit. Where am I? How am I supposed to? Instead of, oh my gosh, look at this. Look at all this abundance coming my way. Oh boy, I'm going to need to hire some helpers or I'm going to have to get some helpers or whatever is needed. But you want to be careful with um, with how you word things once you do start the floodgates to open up. Okay, so we've kind of um talked about that entryway and that's career if you're if you weren't if your door isn't in that middle section let's say it's over to the left then you would be entering into knowledge and self cultivation but that middle section as i described it would still still remain career um so if your doorway entryway is over um in that left 
uh, front row, the left of the front row, um, then you would be in knowledge and self-cultivation. But then when you would walk to your house and be in that middle section, that would be career. So you'd still work with it. Um, it would just not be where you're entering. Okay, so that, and if you were the far, far right in that front row, I guess I should mention that, um, then you would be in um, Helpful People and Travel. Okay, so that kind of covers that. Um, I'm going to um, uh, also take questions. If you have a question, just push one star um, or one pound on your phone, either one, and it will alert me that you have a question. Um, and I can bring you onto the air um, in just a little bit. Okay, so... Um, Boy, it's saying that there's something wrong on my the direct contact. I hope this is working. It's saying that something is um, is not working on my host line. So I'm sure hoping that this is recording. I apologize. Um, I apologize, but uh, it keeps flashing on my screen. Um, okay, so let's go on with. Um, I'm going to see if one person is on the line. One moment. Hello, this is Cindy Meyer. Are you on the air? Okay. I'm not sure. This happened two weeks ago, so I apologize um, if you cannot call in, but this is still, uh, just go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Cindy Meyer, C-Y-N-D-E-M-E-Y-E-R, and you can listen to it live through there, or you'll have to listen to the archive show um, later. I am so sorry. Um, okay, so I'm going to continue uh, talking about how to create more prosperity in your um, in your life uh, and um, in your career. Okay, so I want to stress again that feng shui, according to the the feng shui masters, does not bring you wealth if you do not strive for it. It's really all about if you have the intention and you want it, then feng shui will give you the necessary support to seek your um, your wealth and your and your prosperity. So it helps you um, when you use the different tips and tools that I'm going to talk about to create an environment. So we just talked about creating an environment before you even come in the house with fresh flowers on the front porch. You know, uh, the sound of the wind chimes. If you have the ability to have a fountain and um, you can hear the water while you're entering a person's, you know, home and you hear that water, especially in your career, then that's going to create even, you know, more flow, shall we say. So um, there's all kinds of other things that you can do. I mentioned the red door, but if you're going to use the red door, it's really nice to put some kind of beautiful brass um like, you know, any kind of numbers on it or anything like that to make it feel even more um, more uh, abundant and just, you know, beautiful. Um, so we talked about the front door being the greatest mouth of chi and all that goes with that. Um, now I'm going to talk, and we talked about when you walk in, you want it to be open and um, being able to experience the house um, in an uncluttered way. So here we go. The biggest next thing I want to talk about in creating more wealth in your life um, is to have your home and your business free of clutter. Anytime you have clutter um, in your space, it becomes very difficult to attract uh, the energy of wealth or keep it once you have it. So say say you get you get the wealth, but then you've got like this chaos and clutter all around you. The wealth will come, but then the wealth be, will be gone almost as quickly. And you're like, what just happened? So part of learning how to be able to keep 
that good chi or that good wealth or that good money is to be able to have an organized, peaceful, balanced, snappy at the same time space where you can deal with greater and greater amounts of money and energy. So um, the money corner in your house is um, the far back left-hand corner. So imagine, if you will, a tic-tac-toe board in front of you. And we talked about the front three rows or front three squares in that front row with career being in the middle. Then we have the middle one, two, three rows. Then we have the back one, two, three row, uh, row, three spaces in the back row. So the one on the far left back is your wealth and prosperity. So you want to be able to locate that, and then you want to be able um, to um, keep that space feeling magnificent. So now that you know where that is, um, I want to talk about decluttering. You want to have an easy path from your front door to your wealth corner, and you need to practice this. So you walk in your front door, you experience your front front porch before you even get there, then you walk in your house and you envision walking the, the path to that wealth corner and what do you see along the way and what do you see when you arrive. And a lot of times, wealth corners can be in bathrooms. It can be, um, oh, it can be in so many different places. Um, so it's not always the conducive, perfect wealth corner, but nonetheless, we still have to work with it. So, um, and some some homes don't have a wealth corner; they're missing, and the people have had nothing but, you know, financial problems since they moved in. So that's one of the reasons you call a feng shui consultant before you buy a house. Um, and that's always been the case, or not always, but for a long time, East Coast, West Coast. But, you know, the I live in St. Louis, the Midwest. You know, even though it's been around for quite some time, it's still sort of new to a lot of people here. But if you're missing a wealth corner, then there's all kinds of stuff that we have to do to, to make up for it. Um, they're known as feng shui cures. Um, and we'll talk about a couple of those tonight. Okay, so you also want to have displays of wealth. So um, displays of wealth can be a picture that just is like, let's say there's a picture of some place that you want to travel to that, or you've been there. And when you look at it, you just think, oh, my gosh, that vacation or that place was the most wondrous place I have ever been and blah, 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 blah. That's a form of wealth. Um, you can also put gold coins like just like or symbolic gold coins. Um, but you want to put symbols of things that make you feel um, feel abundant. Some people use koi fish um, or, or goldfish. Uh, the fish symbol is a symbol for prosperity and abundance, and they are always moving around in the water, um, so they will attract um, good chi or energy. Um, crystals in the wealth corner are also good, um, uh, and they're often used in conjunction, you know, with other wealth uh, wealth uh, applications or different things that people put down, like say you put a, a red folder in that corner to attract what you want to want in your wealth and you put a crystal on top of it, then it just enhances it. Um, some people will put a money tree, um, a money tree in their wealth corner and then they'll put a red bow on it because um, the red bow brings more energy because, as I mentioned, you know, that fire sign. Um, citrine is also a wonderful um Crystal for long known for helping one attract wealth. So oftentimes people will use citrine. Um, another wealth stone is pyrite. Um, 
and sometimes people will uh, use citrine uh, and jewelry for increasing self-esteem because it's kind of a yellowish um, color, and yellow is the color for the um, earth element um, in feng shui. So yellows and tans, and um, so that citrine really brings in um, it's also yellow is also the color of the solar plexus. So the solar plexus is right in the middle of your abdomen, and um, it's the color of yellow, like the sun. So the more self-esteem you have, the more your solar plexus is strengthened, and the more you radiate out that sunshine to everyone that you come in contact with. Okay, so just a couple more things, then we're going to take questions. And um I wanted to just uh, mention another way to attract wealth is to have a fountain. So I talked about that fountain out at the front of the house where you're hearing the water flowing and you're thinking, you know, about your career flowing. But you can also have the sound of water in the house. And they're very, very powerful um, feng shui cures for attracting um, energy and fresh uh, chi to your home. So... um, so in many ways, you know, uh, the flowing water with waterfalls, oceans, rivers, all of those uh, water symbols are symbols of uh, ancient wealth. And um, it's just a beautiful thing to have good, good flow in, in your life. Now, if you have a water leak, ooh, that's a, a feng shui no-no. That means that some area of your life is not working well. So when you have a leak, you want to find out what area it is in and then, um, like if it's in your romance, romantic area, then that could cause all kinds of emotions coming up. If you have a, a, a water leak in your wealth corner, as much money as you're making, it might be flushed right away. There's all kinds of things with that. Um, but when water is balanced in your life, it's it's a very good thing. Okay, so another um, way to... Um, keep good energy and good flow in your home is to have things that are alive around all the time. Live flowers, fresh fruit, um, just anything that's beautiful and colored and alive. So, um, you know, when you have, when you have a live, a live plant, live flowers or live fruits and vegetables, it's bringing in vitality. Um, it's it's just a total energetic um, energetic thing. Okay, so um, feelings of wealth. I want to talk about that. It might be one thing to one person and um, one thing to know, uh, or I'm sorry, one thing to someone else. So Shakti Gawain, who wrote um, one of the first books on creative visualization, said that feeling abundant is an intrinsic feeling it's not an external so basically what she was saying is that um one person might have a million dollars in the bank and think that that's just not enough that's not enough that's not enough another person might have five thousand in the bank and internally be so grateful and feel so abundant and so prosperous so it's an internal state and some people have um have practically nothing and if they have like a certain amount, they're happy, and other people have a lot and feel like they're totally in neglect of their finances. So it's an intrinsic interior thing. Um, but what is true is that if you focus, what we focus on expands. So if you focus on allowing yourself to have more 
um, abundance and more joy and more flow, I love the word flow, it will start to happen for you. Okay, I'm going to go trying to take, I'm going to try and take one more caller on. Whenever I'm going on, let me see. Hi, this is Cindy Meyer. You're live on the air. Did you have a question tonight? Okay, whenever I do that, I knock the caller off. So it says this direct connect feature is currently out of order. I am so sorry. Um, So I can't take any of your questions tonight. Um, So I'm just going to talk a little bit more, and then we will finish uh, possibly a little bit early tonight. Um, Okay, so I want to talk about clutter, 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 clutter. Um, We all know what it is. It's the newest form is the computer clutter, and that's the one I am really just, um, I'm so bad with my clutter. It happens so quickly. I mean, I'll get my desk clean, and I'll get this clean, and everything will be great, and then the next thing you know, I've been on a whirlwind tear with my life, and then I have to start all over again with the putting in an order business. So I've got a new deal right now. I'm working with a personal organizer every single week. You heard it. And um, she's just helping me. We rearrange three bedrooms. We And what happens when you rearrange things it doesn't matter if it's a bedroom or if it's a living room or it's a t- moving a picture that's been in one spot for like 10 years and you're moving it somewhere else. Now, if you move it with intention, it's even better. Um, that's that's after you learn about feng shui. But just the nature of moving that picture will change the energy of your home. So you want to um, you want to, to get rid of the clutter. And I don't suggest if you have clutter all over your house – um, I don't suggest that you start with the whole house. I, I suggest starting um, with one room at a time. And the best room to start with decluttering is, um, there's two of them actually. So the front row of your house where you have career in the middle and you have helpful people and travel on the right. And then on the left you have um, knowledge and self-cultivation. That knowledge and self-cultivation area is, um, if you have that crisp and clean and orderly, you'll be able to think more clearly. You'll be able to get the knowledge and the awarenesses that you need more rapidly. Um, And you'll just be able to cultivate a life that's easier because um, there's clarity that's running it instead of fogginess. Okay, so that's the one room. And so you start, if you were going to pick one room to start on, um, you start there. But the backup little room that I, not little, but the really important one, I think almost more important than that initially, is you start on your bedroom. Because no matter where your bedroom falls in those nine areas, if you have a cluttered bedroom, you have a cluttered mind. Because even when you're sleeping, you're surrounded by clutter and chaos. And um, the minute you clean that bedroom up and it's and also, if you've got the same bedspread, get rid of it. Get new bedspreads. Get new drapes. Paint the colors in your bedroom. Change it up. You don't want to go in the same bedroom. It's it's very boring, and you get stuck in a rut. The minute you change it, you think differently. But the but the um, the bedroom, it's best to not have a TV in there. I know. Everybody watches TV in bed. I don't. I'm, like, not a TV watcher. But I get that it can be, like, a, a a sticking point for couples, like, especially if one just has to have their TV. Okay, fine. But when you're not using the TV during the day, cover it with a beautiful covering so that you're not feeling that energy of the TV and all that comes through it in your bedroom at all times. 
Okay, so um, so that's where you're sleeping. The more you can create that feeling of prosperity and abundance in your bedroom, you walk into your bedroom, you're just like, oh, I just love my bedroom. I can't wait to cuddle up with my book or I can't wait to just, you know, get a good night's sleep or whatever. But, you know, and the bedroom is your room for intimacy and romance, you know. So you start with that, and that, by virtue of where you're sleeping, will start to create more prosperity and abundance. You also want to get good sheets for your bed. You want to have pillows that are fabulous. You want to have a bedspread that's fabulous. You want to, you know, feel abundant and prosperous. You know, you know, there's a there's a thing, a saying, act as if. Until you manifest it, act as if. So this is the deal with feng shui. You have to use all of your senses. You have to think it. You have to see it. You have to feel it, touch it, hear it. The more you use all of your senses and focus on what it is that you want, the more all of it will um, just come to you more easily because by virtue of what we focus on expands, where our attention goes, the energy flows. And the whole thing is is when you say, I am willing and ready to allow more prosperity to flow into my life, it just starts to happen. So my words this year are ease and grace. That, though, that's what I'm choosing to live with for 2000, not live with. <laughs> this is my, my guiding uh, inspiration words for 2018. Because I'm like, you know what? It can be easy, and I can do everything with grace, and I can just really have this magical life. And I'll tell you, 2018, even with everything that's spinning around us, with, you know, things happening in the United States and how many uh, globally, you know, there's a lot going on. Um, we want to stay centered and happy no matter what is going on because that's what that's what our purpose is, is to stay grounded, to be make the world a better place and to leave our footprint. And creating good chi and good energy in your home through feng shui creates that energy and you take it out into the world. So it's really quite fascinating. All right, so I'm going to talk about numerology just for a minute with this 2018 year. It's a, an 11 year, which is um, all about spirituality. And um, and then it's also uh, a two year, um, which the 11 is take it higher. Please clear your mind and your heart so that you can be closer to God, the universe, whatever you want to call it, and be more spiritually aligned with all that's going on around you. And then the 11 reduces to a 2, and 2 is um, it's a little more challenging. The 2 this year represents communication. It represents setting boundaries, saying what you want and what you don't want, um, being really, really, really clear Um with your with your intentions, but also to create like ease with communication in in your relationships. So, but also that boundary word comes in when, um, you know, you need to think a little bit protectively and think how your words are coming out and um, keep a cool head, watch your words, um, but yet set the boundary. Okay, so the good thing uh, also is that this is the year of the dog in Chinese astrology, and um, the year of the dog brings many wonderful new changes and opportunities. Um, this uh, should be a great year for energy this year, and also many of the planets are direct, which were uh, retrograde last year. So we have this extra superpowers right now from now until um, mid-April, May, where we can just manifest whatever we want. And it's like if you really go through your house and you make a list of anything that doesn't work, 
anything that is broken, and get it out of there. Then go around the house and look at everything and just really decide, do I love this? Do I use this? Do I really like it? Do I? When's the last time I used that? And if it's something that you're like, oh, but I might use that ice cream maker, or I might use that, you know, um, whatever. And if you have not used it in forever, you know what that forever is for you. If you have not used it in a reasonable reasonable amount of time, give it away. Or sell it. Everybody sells things on, you know, Facebook now and eBay. And, you know, there's so many different ways to get rid of your stuff. Um, porch pickups. You know, and some people are like, don't you don't you worry if they don't leave the money? I'm like, if someone did that, that's their karma, not mine. I mean, I, I have left all kinds of things out on my front porch and away they go, you know? And it's like, and, and then they leave like the 30 or $40, whatever it is that you sold it for. So I've got a whole bunch of stuff I'm going to do that with this week. I just have to take the pictures and post it. Okay, so um, the year of the dog is all about loyalty and it's about um, thinking protectively and it's thinking ahead and, you know, think protection when you think of a dog. Um and um, right now, it's this dog is right there. It's like to see us happy and also to help us get to the finish line with whatever it is we've said we want to do. And so the year of the dog, the dog will actually help you um, stay with your clarity and, and be right there to protect you so you don't have any challenges in your way. Okay, so I think we've covered a lot. We covered that wealth corner. The colors are purple and red and deep blue. It stands for, this is that back left-hand corner, stands for wealth, good fortune, happiness, and success. Um, as I told you, the colors are purple, red, and blue, but you can also bring in the colors of gold and silver and, you know, the colors that, you know, you think of when you think of abundance. Um, I mentioned that career area. Um and um, you can also, um, you know, put something there. If you don't, if you aren't able to use the water element, you can put a basket of seashells. And every time you look at those shells, you think of the ocean, or you hear the ocean, and you just um, and imagine um, new opportunities coming your way. Okay, so I am going to stop here. I just want to mention a couple things. Um, I am teaching a feng shui class in St. Louis on February the 3rd, and it is for uh, Feng Shui for Your Home and Life. If you are, uh, would like information, send me an email to info, info at spiritseeker.com. Use that same email address. If you want to join our email list, just send an email and ask to be added, or go to the spiritseeker.com site and click on join the email newsletter, and that will immediately um, come to me, and I will see that you are added to our email list. And then you um, will find out when the radio show is, etc. Um, I'm also teaching a feng shui certification program in St. Louis. It's one weekend in person. It's actually like an all-day Friday, all-day Saturday, all-day Sunday. Um, and then um, and then you would have to do the – not have to do. The rest of the program would be through a Facebook um, a group. So we would do um, we would do all that like online with each other, uh, but then you would have support with each other. And that's going to be on April 20th, 21st, and 22nd. I do believe those are the dates. Um, just email me. Um, but I'm pretty sure those are, those are the dates. I don't have it right in front of me, and I should know this. I'm so sorry. Okay, so that's the deal. I love life, and I am a life coach. Um, I am a spiritual intuitive and I'm a real estate agent and feng shui consultant. I also publish Spirit Seeker magazine and have done so for 22 years. And everything that I do 
I love. So if you want a session with me, I do feng shui by Skype. Even if you're in the St. Louis area, if you are, some people just don't want you in their home, and I get it. Um, so I can help you figure out where to start. Um, but I do feng shui consultations remotely all over the, the country into uh, Canada, et cetera, because it's the same. If you if I can't Skype with you, you can send me the pictures and your floor plan and what your intentions are, and then I can help you um, help you do that. Now I can only do real estate for people in St. Louis, but I do do referrals. So if you are out of St. Louis and you want someone to help you find an agent in your area, I'll be happy to help you do that. Um, and then I work with your agent. Um, that I recommend to you that I think would be a good fit. And if you guys are in agreement, then, you know, that's your referral. And I do get a referral fee, but it doesn't cost you. It comes from the agent that got the referral. And um, I do energy reads on homes. I make suggestions. I, If you're with another realtor already and your home is not selling, um, you can hire me to look at your floor plan, look at your pictures online, look at your description, et cetera. Okay, so I do all kinds of things. And um, most everything is over the phone. I live on the phone, and um, except for when I'm out showing property. So I thank you for listening. Please let others know about the show, and um, we will be back next week. Beatrix Quintana is my guest. Okay, have a very wonderful 2018. Enjoy your success and um, greater success and prosperity. Namaste.